modest, stylish women who embody the essence of Islam. This is Cover Mode. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Cover Mode. I'm your host, Rashan Isaacs. Building a legacy is not just about people remembering who you are, but the impact of what you leave behind that filters all the way after you are gone. Call us on 021-442-3530 or SMS on 47913. Our topic today is building a legacy. What legacy would you like to leave behind? That number again, 021-442-3530 or SMS on 47913. Shahida Fandeskev leads a busy life as a wife, mom of three kids, Reiki master, event planner, expo guru, and marketing specialist. But the reason she's joined us on Cover Mode today is to share with us her journey and gift of life and building her mother's legacy. Assalamu alaikum, Shahida, and welcome to Cover Mode. Wa alaikum salam, Roshan Shukran, for having me on Radio 786. Radio Voice of the Cape. <laughs> Did I already start out with a mistake? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Shahida, what has been your biggest highlight thus far? I think to me, Roshan, I think um, my highlight... Sh- would definitely be the Cancer Fund that I started in 2013. And I actually named the fund after my mother. And on the 11th of November of this year, the fund was actually honored in the Memorial Garden of Red Cross Children's Hospital. So that was truly a awesome and amazing experience for me. Wow, I can imagine. I'd like to share a quote with you by Kalu Kalu. He said, the things you do for yourself are gone when you are gone, but the things you do for others remain as your legacy. And this, I believe, is what your mom left you. She gave you life through her pain and suffering through cancer. But let's go through your arduous journey of getting your mother's cancer fund recognized. Um, And to really understand your journey, Shahida, tell us about your mother leading to the day you were born. Okay. Roshan, we'll start at the beginning and we'll try to get through it as quick <laughs> as possible. So my mother found out that she had a rare cancer at that time, which was called Hodgkin's lymphoma. And uh, remember, at that, at that stage, she was only 22 and she was a wife and a mother to my sister who was two years old. And going through that process, um, you know, she obviously had to start chemo. She had to have an operation to remove the existing lump. And she was following that process. So if you are listening, just envision you're 22, you're married, you've got a baby, and now you've got, you know, this sort of disease hanging on your shoulders there once again. But alhamdulillah, she was a fighter. And she went for all her treatment. And she was going through the the process. And she was actually getting better. And then one day, um, which they thought was a relapse of some sort, um, had her back at the doctors. What's going on? Isn't treatment working? And they started doing all the tests. And we're talking about big tests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and all they needed to do was a simple pregnancy test. Because uh. all along, she was pregnant with me. Sure. And so she was actually not relapsing as such. She was actually pregnant and all these symptoms of vomiting, gaining weight, not responding to the medication was because she was now feeding a little infant, which was me. It was a great shock to my entire family and including my mom because doctors reassured her throughout this whole process that having lymphoma, being on these medications, kind of was impossible to fall pregnant. Plus, she's healing from wounds. 
you know, it was it wasn't on the cards. And let and behold, a little heartbeat, there I am. And basically, they said to her the worst thing that any mother wants to hear. You've got to terminate your pregnancy. Mm. You've got to save yourself. Continue the process because it works. And she literally sat there of what I've been told. And she didn't answer them, got up and went home. She informed them that she would not return. She would not come and fetch any pain meds, any medication whatsoever. She would stay at home and become my living incubator and carry me to term. Because that's what she thought would be the best thing for me and for her. Shade, I'll give you a moment to take a glass of water. Shade, you must have learnt a lot about her as you grew older. Yes, I did. Um, Funny enough, I've been asked several times, you don't know her, you haven't physically seen her, but you've got this immense love for someone that you haven't even seen or met. And it's difficult to describe that type of love, but the way that I can, to the best of my ability, would be we love Allah Ta'ala without seeing Without being able to have that contact, it's a similar type of thing. I'm going to give you a little time to just compose yourself and then um, we'll come back after the break. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Graceful, modest, stylish women who embody the essence of Islam. This is Cover Mode. Shahida van der Scaife is with us here in studio on Cover Mode, and we're talking about building her mother's legacy. Shahida, that, that, you know, you, that leads us to how you came about, how did you come about building her legacy? Well, Roshan, as you mentioned in the beginning of the show, I'm actually a holistic therapist and a Reiki master. And as I had a little practice and I was working, and I tried to always put aside, you know, a certain portion to give back. Although I was already giving back, Mm -hmm. you know, by helping people on a regular basis. I did a lot of voluntary work at rehabs and things like that. But I just felt that there was more that I could do. And that led me to um, this whole new life, which is the expo world that I now live in. And um, alhamdulillah, in 2013, I hosted my own show at the Cape Town International Convention Center. Wow, what an experience. (laughs) And with that, I was able to then sort of start the fund, actually. And with that show, I managed to raise 20,000 rand initially. So that was amazing. Mm -hmm. And that's what sort of ignited the whole idea of constantly giving shows would give back to the fund. And I continued down that path um, until, like I said, on the 11th of November, finally being honored with that beautiful gold black card with a name on In the Garden. Just sort of put the cherry on the top for me. And getting to that point was quite a quite a journey, right? Yeah, lots of up and downs, lots of late nights, lots of planning. Um, and, you know, hosting a show on its own has so many different elements. You're working with all different walks of life, you know, <laughs> yeah. so you've got all your, your, your issues there. Uh, being being a holistic person, um, dealing with all these issues in a holistic manner, I believe, also aided me. And me just naturally always wanting to, to give back to the community, whether it was uplifting local businesses, whether it was uh, giving money to Red Cross or, or you know, just generally. Um, so it sort of all just intertwined and came out quite perfectly for me then in the end. 
And uh, this is probably also what made you um, an expert in expos, because I believe you, you've you run quite a few. Yes, I have. Yes. So you're sort of building your own legacy there. I believe so. <laughs> um, I kind of get my my calls and emails regularly, and it sort of just starts out like, Shada, we need you on the show. <laughs> so, yeah, alhamdulillah, I've managed to do that. And, and, and I mean, just to mention feeling. some of the expos that you have been involved in, it's the factory. I uh, yeah. co-own the factory shop. Expo. Mm-hmm. I own the chocolate and candy, and I've worked on Indo Asia, the Halal Expo, and then lo- your local markets as well. So yeah. So if you don't, if you haven't seen the lady behind all the logistics and the work that goes behind these huge expos, these are not the expos or the little fashion shows that we have <laughs> around the corner. These are huge events of high caliber and having invited international um, guests and exhibitors as well. Um, and and just sitting in front of her, you would not even think she's such a humble and you know uh, almost a quiet looking person <laughs> but i i believe there's a lot of fire in you which is you know uh, has led you to where you are today and what you've managed to achieve um in in your mother's name shahida you've managed to remain positive through the effects after your mom's death and there's a number of valuable lessons we can learn from you and your experiences but share with us the lessons that you've taken home from your life's journey I will start off by saying I believe my mother left me behind for a reason, and that was to give back and uplift the community in whatever way possible. Um, You know, my husband always saying that I should stop living in my mom's shadow, (laughs) but it's so hard not to. She was um, an amazing person. She made great sacrifices for me on this earth. And for that, I'll be forever thankful and grateful. And I just feel that... Don't take things for granted, first and foremost. Um, And something that's very dear to me is prevention is better than cause. So go for your tests. Go for your mammograms. Go and see your doctors and your specialists regularly. Um, Talk about your feelings. If you you seek help, only if you seek help will you get the answers. Um, Anything in life is possible. I mean, I've proved that Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. Um, And, you know... um, Treasure our parents. Mm -hmm. You don't know. Anything can happen. They can be taken away from you at any time. So spend that quality time. um, And, um, yeah, just treasure them. Treasure them, treasure them. And Jannah really lies at the feet of our mothers. It does. It does. And you know, just so people can also understand that, you know, you you, you, you live in a part of, of your life is also going back and forth to the, the clinics and the hospitals, right? Yes, Roshan. Um, as you can imagine, um, my mom was using chemo and radiation through through the pregnancy. Not knowing at that time not that she knowing, was pregnant. Not yeah. knowing. And the effects on, on, of, of that has left me... Um, well, colorblind, um, but I've just recently uh, rectified that. Um, what an operation. Um, <laughs> I've also, uh, am yeah. dyslexic. A lot of people don't know that. I've also had a, a f- quite a few learning disabilities um, at school and things like that, uh, as well as not all my organs were functioning correctly at, at one point. So basically... They treat me as a cancer patient, mm-hmm. but I don't have mm-hmm. cancer. So I'm constantly being probed and injected, and I'm in and out for tests. And I'm actually starting a whole new section as well. I'm starting genetic testing, um, which starts on Thursday, inshallah. Mm-hmm. So we ask all to make to our for me, inshallah, on this process. Um, and so basically what that is, they'll start 
growing cells and discovering whether I actually carry that specific gene and what the outcome of that would then be as to whether I actually start treatment or um, some sort of hormone treatment mm-hmm. as such, which you get on a regular basis um, to rectify that. So that's what, what we're busy with at the moment. Wow. You you are really an amazing, amazing woman. And I'm sure your mother would be extremely proud of you. Um, uh, but if anyone wants to, you know, uh, give to the cancer fund, how do they, you know, contribute? I think the best way would be is to obviously follow me. <laughs> What's the name of the cancer fund? We didn't get the name yeah. of your mom. Oh my gosh, we've gone talking all <laughs> yeah. over. So the fund's called the Nadima Cancer Fund at the Red Cross Memorial Hospital. And what we normally do is, um, obviously, because I raise these funds through shows that I'm currently giving. Um, so the best way to go about it is to contact me and find out what show I'm currently busy with. And you'll obviously get the gist of what the show's about. So you can either contribute by participating in the mm-hmm. show, attending the mm-hmm. show, or if you just felt like you wanted to donate, that, that would also just be an impossibility so when you, as well. when you hear Shahida's name behind any show, you know you need to support it. You've got to run. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how do they get in contact then with you? Um, they can contact me uh, telephonically. Um, or they can email me. Um, my contact details as Shahida and my cell phone number is 074-863-0463. And that's for business only. And the email Sorry, that's 074-863-0463. And I've got several emails uh, linked <laughs> yes, to that each. Was, uh, that's what I was told when I had to send you an invite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so obviously the chocolate and candy has its own email. The factory shop has its own email and the halal has its own email. So it's quite difficult. And, you know, certain people obviously want to get involved with that specific event because they have a passion or drive with that specific uh, entity. So I think the best thing to do is obviously just give me a shout, drop me a message and I'll, I'll, I'll is with you the best way okay. um, forward. Yeah. Perfect. Shukran for inspiring us and bringing your mom's legacy to life, Shahida. May Allah grant you barakah in all that you endeavor to achieve, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum to you. Um, the idea of living or leaving a legacy is the need of or the desire to be remembered for what you have contributed to the world. In some cases, that contribution can be so special that the universe is unalterably changed. However, for most mere mortals like us walking this earth, most will leave a more modest legacy that doesn't necessarily change the world, but does leave a lasting footprint that will be remembered by those whose lives you touched. Join me after the break when we speak to Zaytun Ibrahim from Europa Design Emporium and continue discussing the topic building a legacy. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Graceful, modest, stylish women who embody the essence of Islam. This is Cover Mode. Islam in itself has built a really strong legacy with astonishing achievements of Muslim scholars, scientists, craftsmen, traders and Arabic numericals which simplified calculation of all sorts and made possible the development of algebra. The Abbasid traders exchanged a wide variety of products, pearls, livestock, paper, sugar and a speciality of the Islamic world, luxurious cloth. 
The traditional cloths were wool and linen, the latter an Egyptian speciality since ancient times. But cotton, which was introduced into Upper Iraq about the time of the Prophet, later spread with Islam around the Mediterranean to Syria, North Africa, Spain, Sicily, Cyprus and Crete. We now welcome Zaytun Ibrahim from Europa Designing Forum and we find out how they built their brand. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Cover Mode, Zaytun. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukran for having me. Zaytun, Europa Design Emporium is made up of a group of designers, I believe. Yes. And then recently I, I, <laughs> I found out that those designers are all sisters. Yes. And I saw all of these names and I thought, okay, there's more than just one designer. And then this, this afternoon you, you told me they're all my sisters. So who are the designers of Europa um, Design Emporium and what do each of them bring to the design label? Well, um, they are, like you were saying now, my sisters. Um, it's myself and Hanifa and Hafida and Nurjan. Um, so, and my mom, actually. <laughs> she, she's our inspiration for why we have started and actually for where we have, um, how far we have come mm-hmm. for that matter. She's always been our cheerleader. Um, with regard to our roles, our roles are really interchangeable um, because each one of us come from a background where we are community driven and um, and all of us are teachers, just so by the way. <laughs> wow. Yes. Um, and recently one of the, actually one of the designers, she won an award for um, a teacher, a provisional teacher's award as well, um, as well, provincial award. So she's up for the national soon. Wow. Yes. Um, we That's are very, very excited inspiring. for her. Yes, it is quite because. Um, so which sister is that? The third one. Okay. <laughs> What's her name? Hafida. I know there was two with a ha. Yes. <laughs> and then Nurjan as well. She also started a new project um, with a, it's a tuition program. It's a youth development program and in three different areas. And she just started last week. So that is why I say our roles are really interchangeable because it depends on um, who is able to mm-hmm. fill that role at that moment if you are not busy. So that is why the support structure that we have is so phenomenal amongst each other. But um, with regard to manufacturing and all those things, I deal with that. Hanifa deals with the administration and finances. And, of course, whenever we want to do something, um, Hanifa, you know, can we do this? <laughs> and she's just like, um, I'll have to look at the books. <laughs> Because I can go very big, and then um, they'll just bring me down to earth a bit, so, you know. <laughs> okay, just chill. And then um, Hafida is teaching at Spine Road. She's our in our scarf stylist. And then Nurja, like I said, she basically deals with our PR, and we're looking at actually letting her do more of the business side soon because she's doing um, studying business um, as well within the teaching degree. So, um, yeah, wow. it's, it's so really exciting. Building a, a brand or building a legacy, you really need a lot of inspiration. And I guess that's what all of you bring to the table, yes. stemming right right from your mom, like you said. Yeah, and all of us design, actually, and that's why you'll see there's such a diversity within the brand. Um, it's not just one particular look that we are going for. If it was just me, you'll just see clean cuts, classy. Um, and Nurjan is more the playful person. She's very eccentric, so she'll bring a little color in our lives, uh, which she's the ba- baby incident. <laughs> and then Hanifa is very, she you know, likes the layers and Hafida is like vintage all the way. So she has a lot of detail in her clothing. And um, So it's really an really amalgamation of all of your personalities yes, coming together. Yes, definitely, definitely. And then in building a brand name takes careful thought and um, in building a legacy yes. and, and knowing, you know, what, what your aim is and what your objectives are. So how did you arrive at Europa Design Emporium? 
Yeah, because uh, that's not to, a name that just comes. No, up. and you'd you'd be surprised how often we are asked that question because <laughs> okay. we are in a Muslim community, so uh-huh. it's like, so where did Europa come from? Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted something that wasn't just going to put us in a little box. Um, at the time when we were thinking about the name, we were thinking um, we don't really want something that's Arabic or that has an Islamic connotation because we are modest we, and mm-hmm. we wanted to appeal to the youth at the time as well because I find that there's so few youth that think that they they can dress properly because mm-hmm. there's nothing that's you know appealing to them or that so we wanted to, to draw attention to them as well so when we thought about the name i came up with weird names i had pistachio oh my goodness <laughs> yes. well they say fruit always is <laughs> yeah it, is, you know, like so i was the, i had all these and all of us were sitting there my sister was looking at me was like no and then <laughs> nurjan studying astronomy at the time um she said uh, why not europa and we were looking, it's like, what is Europa, you know? <laughs> and she's like, no, um, it's uh, one of the large planets, Jupiter's moons, one of the moons. And she's explained to us what Europa oh. is because she says it has like a rough exterior and the inside is ma- ma- mainly consists of water. And she was, and then we thought because we are very introspective, we, we have a lot of um, introspection and we think about things, you know, philosophical ways of mm-hmm. how the world works. So I thought, wow, that is actually ideal because, you know, our body, we embody water mm-hmm. in a sense because of our emotions and all those things. Most of our makeup is water. And then we thought about, um, uh, and also she, then she explained to me is that because so nobody can actually ascertain what lurks in that water and underneath the surface of that rough exterior. They've tried, scientists Mm -hmm. have tried to do that, but they just cannot figure it out. And like women, we are very mysterious. (laughs) Um, No man can actually figure us out. Yeah, they they can't figure us out. So we thought, wow, no, we're going with that. (laughs) And of course, design important because we didn't, like I said, Mm -hmm. not in a box. We wanted to go into different areas of designing as well because we are creative. So we needed an area platform where if I wanted to uh, design furniture tomorrow I'd like that platform to be ready for me so it was all about all an amalgamation of who oh, we are so so there's this room for expansion yes definitely and for those of you who thought that Europa had anything to do with Europe <laughs> no it isn't yes. <laughs> and how would you define your brand um, we are basically a private company that we started um, in 2011 and when we uh, started the brand we thought okay like I mentioned earlier to attract youth but basically it was because we were in a prof- the professional industry people thinking oh your teachers house that professional but it is a professional industry and we wanted to create um, clothing for young people with, uh, like between 20 to 55 for that matter so um, that is basically what our brand is about, is just creating comfortable wear that you can, and that's modest at the same time, that you can wear every single day, whether it's dressing it up or down. And you broke it down by using this acronym SEPP or something on your website. What was that for? Yeah, no, it's basically just to give a description of how we do our retail management and all that So. So, okay, so, so people's not going to ask me what does SEPP stand for? No, they've never actually asked me you this. I'm like, okay, she actually wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, you've also nicely explained how you define your brand. And if people want to know more about it, I think you do have a... Um, a, a page yes. or a yeah, yeah what, what, we do we see www um, and just um, for us to spell Europa that is E U R O P A Design Emporium. So that's E U R 
OPA. OPA and Design Emporium. Yes. .co.za. Yeah. So I hope you got that. Yeah, we are relaunching next year, inshallah, um, because we would like to just expand our online um, purchasing as well. Um, we haven't really um, done it this year. We thought that 2016 will be probably a new year for us. We'll be really out there. Um, Inshallah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just going back to that S-E-P-P-P. So it's on your site and it means sophistication, elegance, <laughs> playfulness and passion, which is so beautiful because it really it accentuates yes. who your brand is. And um, I believe that you're going to be showcasing at the Hijab Fashion Week, which is around the corner. Um, and, and before we, you know, we... we go and delve into that you're also giving tickets away for it yes. so <laughs> while we are chatting about what to expect at the hijab uh, fashion week and if you would like to go call us on zero two one four four two three five three zero and tell us what is your legacy what kind of legacy would you like to leave behind or what are you involved in what kind of community activities are you involved in let us know and you could be the winner of these tickets how many tickets are we giving two. away are we giving away one one per caller or two? Um, well, when I discuss it with the Bashia, she just told me two so we can decide. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe whoever answers. Can yeah, we, uh, if we like two of them. Okay, one <laughs> okay. for you, one for you. <laughs> and then, so, so tell us more about this event. Um, well, the Hijab Fashion Week, I have to read this verbatim. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, um, it's basically a platform for modest wear designers um, to showcase their locally manufactured garments garments and to promote the designers and making it accessible of course to the attendees on the same day um, and the hijab fashion week's motto is from the runway to the closet mm-hmm. and this year i have to say i'm myself i'm really excited to be there as as well as participating in the event as well um, the venues the venue is quite different it's going to be at a swimming pool Yes, oh. because they chose the venues and they want to be different. And, you know, it's the usual setting. And, of, of course, the clothings are the main focus normally. Yeah. And we're so, probably also focusing on summer and yeah, holiday. Yeah, so the best settings will also make the event more memorable. Um, the Hijab Fashion Week will be making its own runway history on the 12th of December at the Pelican Swim Pool um, with a poolside runway show where they'll actually be having the ramp across the pool. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's that's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, um, and of course, I hope swim, the models will be safe. I hope will so they too. Will they be wearing heels? I would I would consider <laughs> no, no, no shoes, no shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the swim school will actually be doing an introduction in water mm-hmm. showcase. Oh, that it, sounds yeah, very interesting does. and exciting. So uh, obviously, if you want to really not miss out on an event event of the lifetime, you have mm-hmm. to be there. And Shahima Davis from He and Body Care will be the MC. Um, the designers that will be showcasing is uh, myself, of course, Europa Design Podium, and then Abashia from Fabulous in Hijab and Accentuate. Mm-hmm. And um, the tickets will be at 150 rand, and it will be a light meal will be included in that. And Abashia's contacts, so the, should I give them now? Or? Yes, you can give them now in the meantime. And um, Yes, for ticket purchasing, they can contact Abashia on 084-553-1694. And then there's Hawa at Hijabuki. Uh, she's in Randabash East in 3rd Avenue. Her number is 
And just repeat those dates again, what date it is. It will be on the 12th of December, starting at 5.30 for 6. Oh, okay, so it's an evening event. Yes. Oh, that makes it even more intriguing yes. because the swimming pool in the evening, it's going to be well lit, I suppose, as well. Because yeah. the it's models really need yeah. to see where they're going. <laughs> <laughs> it is an indoor swimming mm-hmm. pool, so I'm pretty sure there should ah, be lights. Oh, yes, 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 <laughs> enough lights. Okay, and, and are you showcasing a new collection? Yes, we are extending our summer range that we have launched previously. Um, um, we have some pantaloon culottes while we'll have um, some. We don't normally venture into chiffon, but I'm actually braving it this time. Yeah. And then um, we're having some nice trim dresses for, for our glamour section, mm-hmm. which will be new on the runway. And then um, the additional items will just be like two or three shirts as well, which is really lightweight and easy for the summer and things like that. Okay, I'm going to open up for that competition again. Um, you can win the tickets to the uh, Hijab Fashion Week, which is on? The 12th of December at 5.30. 12th December, and that's at the Pelican Swim, swim pool. pool. Pelican Swim Pool. You can call on 021-442-3553. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 021, too many fives there. 442-3530. That's 021-442-3530. And we have a call on the line. Assalamu alaikum, Sreya. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you today? I'm well, alhamdulillah. How are you? I'm alhamdulillah. So you're phoning in just to say hi? Or you're phoning in no. for those tickets? <laughs> no, I'm phoning in for the tickets, but I also just want to share please, something please that do. I've come to realize is a bit of a legacy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, um, you know, um, my mom did domestic work, and um, I also had to do a lot of housework. And I just ended up doing like washing, washing, washing later on, got married and walked around the house. And then I would also just pick up all the stuff and just do washing, washing, washing. And I worked in corporate. And finally, I found myself now, I've got a little laundry in Tukai. Mm. And now it's like really dawned on me. And my mom says to me, yeah, you know, I also worked in a laundry and we used to do this and we used to do that. And I'm thinking to myself, whoa, you know, like. Just doing normal housework has turned out into a little business. Oh, wow. So, alhamdulillah, I make sure to follow because mm. it's actually now my mom's legacy that I'm being able wow. to carry out. Oh, shukran, Sarah, for sharing that story with us. You really are, you know, living a true mm. legacy there. And just for that, you have won yourself a ticket to the Hijab Fashion Week. And like they said, they're going to do something historical there. It's their first swimming pool yes, uh, um, yes, yes. Um, event as well. So you're definitely mm-hmm. not going to be missing out. Please call Abbasia on a 084-553-1694 or stay on the line and we'll take your number. And, um, already taken down oh, awesome, <laughs> awesome. You see, so we make just to make sure that you're not going to miss out on those tickets because we really want to see you there. All right, shukran. Shukran so much today. I have a good day. You too. Have one. We do have another caller. Oops, we had another caller. We had another <laughs> Caller, we're going to take ads, and you can still call us on 021-442-3530 if you'd like to win the last ticket that we have to give away. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Graceful, modest, stylish women who embody the essence of Islam. This is Cover Mode. 
Welcome back to Cover Mode. We've been interviewing Shahida van der Skaif, who spoke to us about building her mother's legacy and creating a cancer fund in her name. And um, the topic, yes, is building a legacy. And Zaytun Ibrahim, of one of the designers of Europa Design Emporium, has spoken to us about building their brand and what goes into building such a brand. She's also told us about the uh, the fashion show, yes. or the Hijab Fashion, fashion week, week, which I believe there's two every year, held by, um, I think the host is Abash. Achilles yes. from Fabulous in hijab. hijab. And we have one more ticket to give away. So do call in on 021-442-3530. That number again is 021-442-3530. Now, moving on to for December holidays, and we know it's around the corner, literally around the corner, and our Cape Town summer, which is sometimes not very hot, and then suddenly it rains, yes. and then it's you know windy <laughs> know, one day. So you never know single day. <laughs> what to expect. Um, that that's that's Cape Town weather for you. So, but what do you have for us? What do you? What is Europa Design Emporium? What have they created for um, for the season? Okay, like every um, label act- actually in Cape Town at the moment, we've had the, we have the kimonos. I think that is just so easy, especially for our weather, with regard to just throwing something over or just layering your look and that type of thing um then we also have like i mentioned earlier the pantaloon the pants um mm-hmm. because i think with given the windy weather dresses <laughs> doesn't always become an option because it just blows all over yeah, the place yeah. so we're focusing a lot on tunics and shorter um crop tops and things like that just to wear with a like a heavier skirt or that kind of thing so um and the what we looking at is basically just things that just flow and just not too tight on a person because sometimes ah, having yes. it too tight it becomes mm-hmm. too suffocating so it's just about being easy and comfortable the summer and most of the fabrics that we are looking at as well as um viscose plain viscose um cottons and that not to make it too heavy and if we do the suiting it's really like thinner thinner fabric and that so just to make it a bit more lightweight I was going to say, you yeah. need to have it. So there's yes. a lot of lightweight materials. Yes, and then we have, we do have the waistcoat that's quite popular now, um, a bit of our own design, which I said was from Nurjan, which <laughs> is a bit very, it's got the jagged tooth um, design oh. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, and then like, and you must send us some pics and we can yes, load it as yes, well. Yes, 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 yeah. definitely. Um, and then we also have a linen dress, uh, which you can dress both up and down. You can work it to where to work as well as taking it to a wedding and um, the long floral dress with the pants with slits so if it does blow around you're still covered (laughs) (laughs) so we have those things as well yes lovely so there's a lot to look forward to when you come and visit uh, Europa Design Emporium but where exactly do we visit where do we find you we are based in Grassy Park in Lake Road 163 to make an appointment to view, like I mentioned earlier, we are teachers, so um, during the day, most of the time, we are a bit busy, so we do see customers after hours as well, and then we have our regular open days, and we feature at the fashion shows where we are accessible. Um, the You can contact Hanifa on 072-048-2071, and that's to make an appointment to come view the garments or even to order. Um, and then also if, if there's any other questions with regard to us taking part in events that you would like or even expos or that kind of thing, they're welcome to contact me on, on 083-683-8766.
and we're looking at updating our website and obviously relaunching that with our with our own show, which is in, which is going to be on the 12th of March next oh, year. Okay, wow, that's forward planning for yes, you. Yes, yes, I'm like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like to. I think it's very important that we actually, you know, um, set the ball rolling or have things in motion before the time, so that when you get to that point, you know exactly what it is that you want to achieve. Then um, we have to. We always have to look forward. You know what's coming and what it is that is expected of us. Um, so yes, so that will be on the 12th of March, inshallah. Okay, we do have a call online, Ashita. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you today? I'm good, alhamdulillah. Can't complain. And hopefully we make you feel even better. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, Ashita, do you have a legacy that you live by, or legacy you want to leave behind, or legacy that you're living for someone else? <laughs> Not that I can think of on of the top of my head at this moment. <laughs> Our topic today is about building a legacy or, you know, um, building a brand. And um, I don't know if you have a business or you work or even just being a mother and what you mm. want to instill in, in terms of your kids, um, you, the kinds of values that you want to leave them with. Nashita? Well, um, yeah. I, I, I think with the kids, for the babies, I'm pregnant again oh. with my second one. So, you know, <laughs> we just want them to grow up to, 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 to know that they are loved and mm-hmm. that we as parents do everything mm-hmm. to the best of our ability. Ah, mubarak to you on your pregnancy. Shukran. And uh, yeah, I'm sure you're either the, the, your, your other child is very excited to have mm-hmm. a sibling on the way. Yes, we, we we are quite excited. <laughs> no, Shita, now I, I think that any pregnant yes. woman <laughs> needs a break, especially by the poolside at the Pelican Park swimming pool. Yes. So you're going to need to be there by half past 5 p.m. on the 12th of December because you're going to be going to the Hijab Fashion Week. We've, oh, lovely. Yes, it is going to be lovely. So I'm sure you're going to just thoroughly enjoy yourself. And if they have an extra seat, perhaps you could put your feet up too. <laughs> I will definitely do that. So, Nashita, you're the winner of our ticket giveaway, and um, they have taken your details down, and we'll be in contact with you in terms of how you get your ticket. Oh, shukran. Thank one. you. Yeah, tell us <laughs> we're going to make you feel even better. Shukran. Yes, you made my day. <laughs> shukran so much for calling in, Nashita, and sharing us, uh, <laughs> what, you know, what you'd be leaving behind for your kids. Shukran so much. Af one. Okay. Assalamu alaikum. I think it's actually so brilliant. I mean, there's a second caller that mentions um, something along, you know, with a mother, mm-hmm. mother embodying yes, them, yes. you know, and that's their legacy. And it's really quite cool and interesting because as mothers, I heard a story a while back and somebody told me that um, there was battle and it was again the French against the Muslims. Mm-hmm. And then um, the, 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 the general of the French army was saying, no, we're not going to win this battle because we have to get to their mothers mm-hmm. because it's the people that raise them, you know, and the sons that are out there and the fathers, even though we are speaking about fashion yeah, and that type yeah. of thing, it's the mothers. That's mm-hmm. the legacy that they have left, left behind, the men that they have raised. Mm-hmm. And I probably say this because I've got two boys only. <laughs> My sisters have the daughters. So for me, it's about that kind of legacy as well. You know, it's just extending and, and showing them that women can be empowered. We can do everything that we that we need to do whilst doing the businesses that we are doing and, you know, carrying ourselves with, with pride and not it's in the arrogant what, sort what of you, way. It's about how you carry yes. or, or, or do the things that you do in whatever business that yes, you Yes, and being you know, proud you, of that fact. Mm-hmm. Even, even if you are just a mother at home, you should be proud of it and, you know, and celebrating it every single day. 
So, yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful, Zaytun. Mm-hmm. Shukran for sharing that with us. And uh, in terms of you saying that you were living, working in the fashion industry, and I think that when we look at what role the mother played in the household, it's, mm-hmm. you know, the sewing of the hems and yes. the putting together or, or some of the clothes, that, you know, oh, after yeah. we've been rough and tough at school. Um, and, I mean, for me, it was both my parents, my mm-hmm. mom and my dad, um, who, who had that role to yes, play because yes. my dad was a designer. But... Um, um, and look at the four of you now uh, in terms of building your design emporium. Yeah, and it's, it's quite interesting because my mother used to, um, every eat, my mother used to make our clothes mm-hmm. it was since we were this high. And then we had, all of us had matching garments. There was oh. no way that we were <laughs> going to. Yes. That's what they do the siblings. You know, those little pumpkin dresses. <laughs> and then my auntie, my father's twin sister, um, and she's like, no, 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 um, Gira, you have to, you know, make my kids. And then they would have the matching outfits too. Uh, <laughs> so you'll year. see on Eid, all of us just coming. The, you know, whole gang with the branded. same outfit. Yes, branded. <laughs> so it was really, really, and we still speak about it. So, and, and we speak about it with such, um, you know, uh, good uh, lightheartedness because it was such a fun time for us too. Fun you times know? here in the studio as well. Um, join us again after the break. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Graceful, modest, Stylish women who embody the essence of Islam. This is Cover Mode. Zaytun from Europa Design Emporium. I almost started with Emporium Design. Yeah. And yeah, it's quite a long, long yes, name. And, and you've, you've gotten it right all this time. Europa Design Emporium. Yeah, I'm so glad I, I know I post, the name, yeah, what the name means. Sometimes when I post, it's like, okay... Europa DE. (laughs) (laughs) And just closing off as well, do you have any words, uh, you know, of, of, or tips in terms of styling or, um, what you should be wearing for summer, um, that you can share with us? Yeah, um, for me at the moment, and the biggest thing for any Muslim woman is their scarf. Um, I've just tried to, I think people just have to play around with the scarf because many people complain, you know, it's so heavy, it makes me just so hot and things like that. Um, so I try to explore different ways of, you know, pinning just so mm-hmm. that I don't have, uh-huh. you know, it heavy on my head. So I don't like so pins be- at all. Yeah, as so as everybody, I can. yeah, so everybody just needs to, you know, just explore. Don't be afraid because sometimes we put ourselves in this little, little bubbles like no it, we only have to look a particular way but be a little eccentric even if your scarf style might look weird to someone else just do it that way that's you um, I have an SMS here okay. from uh, 47913 or 7830 sorry from 7830 and um, the person says Salam I just want to say that what Zaytun and her sisters are doing actually runs in their blood our grandma and grandpa <laughs> used to be Halifas and yes. our grandma used to be a dressmaker too so well done I'm proud of yes, you definitely. this is from Fatima so you must know who Fatima is yes yes is your, no is definitely would be Auntie Fatima or is that just Fatima Fatima okay just sorry Auntie Fatima oh, no I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, no, really. Um, my mother actually got her trade from, and the funny thing is when she was, which is the same for me, when she was in the house, she mm-hmm. never did the sewing. And then when she got married and after we were born, my sister and I, and then I've just showed I have to stop talking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, and then uh, she she kind of just started the trade for when after she was married. And the same with me. I never really thought I was going to be in the industry. Um, it was after I was married, and then we decided, listen, but we've always had, always had our own style, uh-huh. and you know why don't we do this? It's oh. because and our inspiration was also starting with Abashia and yeah. Khadija because we thought 
there are people that's starting it. Why are we so afraid to just, you know, commit ourselves to this yeah. and just be who we are and extending our identity into the community? And in that way, we are leaving our legacy because we are affecting the youth. And some of the youth come the, uh, come up to the, my sisters as well and they say, you know, uh, Miss, Miss, Mu'alima, uh, you know, uh, you can't wait to wait, wait to buy your clothes. Mm-hmm. And we're like, no, we designed it and we make it. It's so like, you must tell us, Molly, you must tell us. <laughs> And on that so, note, yeah. so soon, we look forward to joining Europa Design Emporium at the Hijab Fashion Expo Week, Fashion yes. Week. <laughs> and then also on your upcoming um, uh, event on the 12th of March, which yes. is still a long way off. So I'm sure we'll yeah. remind everybody back uh, at that time. Um, and that, um, But the event coming up in December, on the 12th of December. Zaytun, shukran for your time. Okay. And may your brand continue to soar to new heights, inshallah. Inshallah. alaikum to you. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Carve your name on hearts, not tombstones. A legacy is etched into the minds of others and the stories they share about you. Here are five ways to leave a great legacy, and I can probably go into extensive detail with each, but here's the short version. One, support the people and causes that are closest to you. Two, reflect and decide what is most important in your life. Three, share your blessings with others. Four, be a mentor to others. And five, pursue your passions because they are infectious. Live purposefully, passionately, and affect everything around you positively. Join me again next Monday for our last show of the year from Rashawn Isaacs, Assalamu Alaikum. Graceful, modest, stylish women who embody the essence of Islam. That's Cover Mode. With me, Rashawn Isaacs, every Monday from 12 to 1 p.m.